This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a podcast on a Monday. What is up, people? And I, 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 I. First of all, hello. Oh, hi, Jerry. So... Saturday night, I have to tell you, I did think of you Saturday night, not in a weird way. Thank you. Just that as I was going to the Beacon Theater and I was seeing Jerry Seinfeld on the marquee, I was thinking this would have been a show that Al would have actually enjoyed given this. Now, you would not have known this prior to going. All right. The Lincoln Tunnel, crystal clear, which blew my mind. The Lincoln Tunnel going home, crystal clear. We walked out of the Beacon Theater, as they say, at 9, no, I'm sorry, 8.48. I walked into my home at 10.02. I was blown away by how easy it was. Yeah. I used Spot Hero to get a parking spot in a garage near, it says, what, because I I went on the website to find out where the Beacon Theater is, and then looking for, I wasn't driving around like Eddie. Yeah. And it says, Spot Hero, the official parking garage of the Beacon Theater. So I said, okay. I clicked the link. It said, what show are you going to? Clicked on the show. It gave me nine lots within a three-block radius. How much do you think I paid for parking? $40. How about this? $24.12 on a Saturday night, which I thought was a bargain. Wow, that is a bargain. Had a great meal, and it was perfect. Where'd you have and the meal at? It was a place called the Mason Pickle. And did you make reservations? Oh, I did. A weekend. in I was trying to oh, go okay. to Tessa. Because a couple of people told me that place is great. The reviews were unbelievable. This was something else that came up. Reviews were very good. And I review, I got the reservations a week in advance. And when I tell you the night was perfect and that your guy, Jerry Seinfeld, was hilarious. Is more than right? I've ever laughed at Jerry Seinfeld. Really? I would say, for me, one of the best performances I've ever seen him do. And you dislike comedians for the most part. You don't find them funny. I, I think I'm I think I'm a hard critic with comedians because a lot of times I go to these shows I don't laugh. Right. But here's what I have found that makes me laugh immediately. Start ripping on wives <laughs> and marriages. Oh, and this is what Jerry's I up to these days. Find it fu- he wasn't ripping on it. I will just tell you a lot of the humor was surrounding the families and the marriage and the warm up comedian who did about thirty minutes, maybe twenty five minutes, was all in on his wife. And it was funny. Do you know who the opener was? I don't remember the name. And to be quite honest, I had way too much tequila Yeah, to have thought about it. I can find out, I'm sure. So wait, you had way too much tequila, but then maybe that influenced your Seinfeld hilarity. I don't think so, because at that point, no, I don't think so. Because Seinfeld didn't come on until 7.45-ish, I want to say. 
and the the tequila was consumed in the four o'clock hour. Okay, but no, I when I say that, I just I wasn't. I no, when we were our seats were terrible, so I couldn't even hear when the guy came and introduced them. Could hear the comedians, no problem, but the host guy that came out, here's our. Okay. Well, it's a small place, Beacon Theater, isn't it? Yeah, 3,000 people, I think. Yeah. It was great. Really, it was a good time. Look at you. When did you decide to venture into the city and do this? Well, we went for my wife's birthday. Oh, okay. So it was something that was in the in the planning I stages see. for a couple months. And so it was good. All right. And I'm thinking Al should have been here. Eh. I don't like to go into the city. I, I don't either. And like I said, I only said that because of how easy everything was. And I'm only going in for Bruce Springsteen because it's at the garden. And I can take sure. the train in and yeah, train yeah. out. Understood. <laughs> and you don't even have to leave and go outside. Correct. I get we. And part of the plan was Secaucus Junction is what we were going to do. But we looked on the maps like there's no delay, like nothing. All right, what the hell with that? I'm like, I yeah, will figure out getting home, whatever. At that point, so you big. drove together with the other couple. Yeah, they drove. Oh, even better. So it was great. So I didn't have to oh, worry about anything. Beautiful. And it was really good. And then we got out of the theater and we got to the car, which was like a four-minute walk, and we punch it in. It's like, you'll be home in 58 minutes. Like, huh? And everything was green. Oh, it was great. Unbelievable. Yeah. Look I, at that. So the good for you. Hey, good for you. Might even do it again this year. How about don't push your luck, Jerry? I said maybe. I said maybe. Hmm. So I did think of you this weekend. Did you uh, happen to, are you, are you aware of this big live Netflix Chris Rock special that occurred uh, Saturday night? I wasn't until I started seeing his name all over the place. Yeah. And that he was still going after uh, Will Smith. Yeah. So I, I I watched it not live. I watched it last night okay. before I went to sleep. It was pretty good. Did they pay for it or no? Because it was Netflix. No, it's Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It was just part of Netflix. Uh, but they did it live initially and then, of course, have it up there now for your viewing pleasure. Sure, sure. I got to say, I couldn't tell whether, like, the the video has gotten so crystal clear that I don't know if I'm noticing these things now more so because the video is so clear. He looked a little nervous. Really? Yeah. He looked a little nervous. And it could have been that it was because it was live on uh, Netflix. Maybe. Or maybe he would. Maybe. I don't know. He looked a little nervous. Like, do you agree? Do you believe athletes and entertainers, mostly athletes, though, that say before a big game they still get nervous when they've played a thousand yeah. games in their career? I do. do you really? See, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that because that's for a championship. That's everything. But week 15, you really get nervous? Yeah. When you've thrown for 30,000 yards? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like that. So my point is that would surprise me if Chris Rock, who has done stand up out his ass his entire career, has done major motion pictures. You can tell me he's nervous for a well, Netflix. Live? I think in particular for this because he hasn't done a special in many years. Okay. And then he's when he's going to work out material, he's just popping into places, right? Locally here, like in New York, I think, or maybe L.A. I don't even know where mm-hmm. he lives these days. So, I know he appeared a little nervous, and he screwed up one of his biggest jokes of the night. Oh, did he really? About Will Smith, yeah. And really? he said so after he did it. Wow. He wanted to reference the Will Smith movie Concussion, mm-hmm. because he, when Will Smith slapped him, he got a concussion. But he called the movie Emancipation, which I think is a different Will Smith movie. Oh, okay. And he even goes, ah, I screwed up my joke. Mm. Uh, but he, he adds, I was, I was, I Watched it by myself, and I was laughing out loud, so that is a good sign. It was a good show, then. Yeah, it was a good show. Maybe I'll check that out. I really enjoyed it. A lot of stuff on, uh, you know, women and things, and selective uh, 
a selective outrage, which was really good oh, about cancel culture stuff. Yeah, sure. Why we're upset with these people, but not upset with these yeah. people. Why it's okay to do this, Most it's not okay to do I've that. I've noticed comedians have really taken that tack now because they've been under attack. Yes. And that seems to be a universal thing now in a lot of these shows, in some cases. Yeah, that's good. Not Right, the bigger named uh, Dave Chappelle we mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Louis C.K. Yes. Uh, going back on that stuff. Louis C.K. does a funny thing about everybody has something people don't know about. He goes, everyone does. Yeah. they can. People can say they don't. They do. He goes, I have something that everybody knows about. <laughs> and he goes, right. he goes, Barack Obama knows what my thing is. <laughs> Actually very funny. Yeah. So he looks like he, I don't know this, but it seems like he's rebounding a he little is. bit. Well, because he's, listen, he just played Madison Square Garden. So that's oh, a did he? Nice, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. When was this? Recently? A couple weeks ago. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. How do I not know that? He sold the tickets on his own. He threw his own mailing. But you know what? His advertising is not good enough. How did I not know? That sucks. So he rented the garden. Mm-hmm. Damn. He rents out the garden like you would rent out a hall, and he sells his own tickets. So let me ask you this. Serious question. If he re- Al and Jerry want to rent out Madison Square Garden, do we get to sell the suites then too? And I've, the tickets and that everything? I'm not sure how what you get as far as Who your Who does rental. the vending? I got to hire them too? I think you have to hire the vending. Really? I think so. Damn. I'm not 100% sure. Right, because I wonder, like, do they just turn the lights on and open the doors for you? Yeah. And here you go. Here's the stage. Or do they say, this is what it costs to rent, then we got to have to open the door, this is what it costs to do that, this is the lighting. They must have certainty, because they have to have contracts. Yeah. So that would make sense. Wow. That's ballsy, because that's got to be expensive as hell. Yes. He started doing that all over. Dane Cook was doing it, too. No, I know that, but this is Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Wow. What do you think that costs? You got to be confident you're going to sell it out. I'll tell you that. $100,000 a, a night? I, I would probably guess more, more than that, yeah. I, I don't know. A stupid haul for a wedding in New Jersey is $40,000. That's, yeah, but you're also providing the alcohol and the food. Oh. But you're right. But that is yeah. all-inclusive. <laughs> By the what way, it might, I like might the... be more than 40000 Yeah. So you should watch it if uh, you get Yeah, a I'll give, if I have some time, I will. It's funny. Yep. Uh, I watched another show. Now, you're familiar with the HGTV show Flipper Flop. It's with Tarek. Oh, absolutely. Tarek and Christina. And Christina. Yeah. We love, we talked about it in the past. Yeah. How... And I thought their last season when they were divorced and in other relationships was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's clearly at their peak when they were, when Tarek looked like his heart was going to explode in every episode because she was driving him insane. Right, which I thought was an act. Turned out it was not an act. Yeah. So then they divorce. You're right. They got back together to do the show, Correct. even though they were dating. Uh, and Christina's mm-hmm. been married like three times since then. So Tarek is now married to someone named Heather Ray Young. Who looks like her, correct? Yes. Yeah, I looks, remember when this happened. Yeah, she looks like her. She is a playboy, former playboy centerfold. Really? Wow. And she sells real estate on some Bravo show. Okay. I don't know what her background is, how she oh, got there. Oh, is she the one selling those million-dollar homes yeah. in uh, in Hollywood? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So they're now married, and uh, she's pregnant with a baby. So they have a brand-new show that just started on HGTV. His last name is El Musa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Tarek yep. El Musa. Yep. So this new show is called The Flipping El Musas. <laughs> That's a funny show. That's yeah. a funny name. So I was like, I was uh, looking for something the other night to fall asleep to. Yeah. And she's got a new show, Flip in the Country, by the way. Yeah, Christina. Yes. Uh, I have not watched that one. Christina in the Country, I think is what it's called. Yeah. 
So I put on this the flipping El Musas. It's terrible. Really? Why? A couple of reasons. Because I like him. Yeah, I like him as well. One, he brought her into the business. Okay. Two, they are still in this honeymoon period mm-hmm. where... They like each other? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Too, no, but but it's... It, it Is takes it disgusting? A, it's disgusting. It takes away from the show. Interesting. It's, I love you. No, I love you. I love you. Kisses this, kisses that. She wants to work in the business to be closer to him. He got her a desk in his office so that she could be closer to him all day. And it's taken the... I I saw that it was trending this morning because I guess it was on last night, a new episode. People just burying it. Mm. They were like, this is not... It's not good. There's no angst to it. There's no nothing. He yields to her because... He's super in love right now. Right. We can't have that. And and her show is fine. I've seen two of them. But it's it's similar in that she gets along with her husband. It's not that. It's, yeah. it's whatever. I mean, what they do is phenomenal. I mean, the work they do is unreal. It really is. But it's not, it's not the same. I don't know why they didn't continue what they were doing. It was fine. You could tell that they were getting along post-divorce. But you could also tell that they were divorced and that there were times that she couldn't stand the sight of him. Yeah. And then there were times they were fine and there were times he was completely annoyed by her presence and there were other times he didn't mind her being around. I thought it worked. It really worked well, I thought. Yeah. The there would be little digs. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, this is not going to work. All right. I guarantee. I My thinking is this will... Oh, well, I mean... I don't, but what works, what doesn't work? As long as they're selling advertising, right. it's on cable, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter. No. And I, I would bet, even if people are killing it, I would venture to guess that there'll be enough of a following that it'll be fine. Won't be great. It'll be fine. Yeah, Tarek had another show previous to this one and after the Christina show where Tarek was working with first-time flippers and kind yes. of being like a coach I, for them. Yes. Being like, well, I actually like that. Yeah, that was a good one. I, thought that was, I don't know what happened to that show. I don't know what happened to that one either. I saw three the first three episodes I saw. The Flipping Ill Mooses. Yeah, that sounds like weird. This is not going to I'll work. give it a try. Yeah, you will. I don't know when. You will be turned off by it. Probably. Yeah, probably. Unless you really love seeing people in love just oozing love. I'm good. I'm not interested in That's that. That's enough with the oozing love. Yeah, I'm not interested in oozing love. I'm fine. Ooh, cookie, cookie. Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> and she's pregnant in it, so now that is like, they're talking baby talk to the stomach. They've got a new dog. They're talking baby talk to the dog. The dog comes to work. That's where I'm always fascinated by, by divorced people that are remarried. Like, he as an adult is having two different lives. Yeah. Like, he's like, they're two chapters mm-hmm. with two different women. Right, and you still got t- children from your yes. other one that they're now part of this life. Yes, who are getting older. And there, are, yeah, it's pretty wild. I did immediately go. I'm like, what is this woman's background? This uh, Heather Ray Young. Mm-hmm. And I see she's in Playboy. I'm like, all right, search images. Pretty good. I'm sure she is. But I, I don't know how the leap happened from you're in Playboy magazine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two. She she had very small roles in movies. To now she's selling million dollar homes on TV. Okay. It's a TV yeah. role. 
Because I was going to say, what does she know about selling million dollars? Maybe to, she went to real estate school before. But don't you have to sell $300,000 homes first? Not if you're a beautiful blonde that they want to put on television. They got the world by the balls. Jerry. Right, because you would think, why doesn't everybody just sell million-dollar homes and make bigger commissions? Right. It's like if I was going to be a waiter, I'm not going to go be a waiter at Olive Garden. I'm going to go be a waiter at a place where... where uh, a bottle of wine, eight hundred dollars. Not for nothing. Go get your real estate license. Start your own place. If you got a couple of friends that have million dollar homes, you sell them. All of a sudden, you got a resume. Problem is, everyone has a real estate license. The, a ton of people. I don't. The, the The immediate first thing when people want to leave their jobs, they're like real oh, estate. Yeah, all of them. There's so many people with there real estate. There are a lot license. of real estate agents. That is very true. There's a ton of them. In just in Spring Lake, where Gina lives, the main street in Spring Lake, where yeah. there's like coffee shop. They've got to be six or seven that's, real estate places. Yes, but that's also an area that's probably saturated with vacation yeah. homes, too. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a bigger market down the Jersey Shore. But that's just in your town. There's probably six or seven in every town right? down the shore. So, yeah, when I get fired soon, I'm not going to do real estate. I think I'm that's gonna, a good idea. Gonna drive. You're going to drive. Yeah. Drive, damn I don't it. know who I'm going to drive for. Drive. <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, Chris Rock had some good stuff. You'll like it. It's about... Uh, I like Chris Rock, too. So. It's about women and... Yeah. His whole, Sounds fun. Yeah, his whole take was that women have all the power, and he gives... Oh, I've of, heard him do that stuff before. A lot of examples. Oh, I'm aware. He's very good at... Uh, I used to... When I used to teach public speaking, I always used to think of Chris Rock. Okay. Because Chris Rock used to... Like, he would set up a premise, give you an example... Repeat the premise again. Give you another one. Repeat the premise. Like he was constantly. In he had a pattern. F- he had a pattern, and he still has that pattern in this special. Yeah, it's worked for him. Makes sense. Yeah, you know, don't screw up what's not broken. No need to fix it. Right. Especially if you've made the money he's made. And he has. Yeah. Yes. He's doing all right. Hundred percent. Doing pretty good for himself. Pretty, uh, he's pretty doing good. great for himself. Yeah. Uh huh. And he talked about having a. Daughters and yeah. how they're uh, at the advantage because he get he put them in the best schools. <laughs> he was just funny, like he was like, ah, my daughters went to the best schools. They got the best things. I put them up. I set them in, in the best things. He goes that you either go that way or you make them earn everything. He goes, I didn't make them earn nothing. <laughs> <laughs> people with means, yeah, people with means, you know. And then you do wonder the ones, the kids that grow up that way. Do they expect everything to be handed to them or will they work hard for stuff? And right. it's really, it's the, it's, I don't, I, it's partly the way you're raised for sure. There, there's no question about it. There's also an inner drive that some people just don't have and others do. And when you're not forced to find that, you don't. Others still will. Yeah. But it's, uh, to me, that would be a very interesting study into the wealthy kids as opposed to, because you'll hear a lot of star athletes or even entertainers that grew up poor and said they had to fight because otherwise they'd be on the streets, and that is what really pushed them towards success. If you quit, you're back on the street. And it's a scary proposition. Yeah, it's then hard, though, to do to your own kids, right? It is. I agree. When you don't have to. Yeah, I agree. But then it does put them at a it's at a disadvantage, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's no doubt. My yeah. parents were somewhere in the middle. There was no... I don't feel like there were shortcuts. We had to do what we had to do, but it also wasn't do this or you're dead. (laughs) You know, I I don't, we didn't have to deal with that. And I feel like I'm the same way with my kids. Um, But yeah, not a disciplinarian by any stretch, though they haven't really warranted that. Right. But they're also not, 
looking to go work 12 hours a day either. Right. You know, Matthew's, he's fine. He works a couple nights a week. I'm like, what are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. I got to work Thursday. It's a tough week. (laughs) week. Holy cow. Yeah. My little guy will be the one who will, will grind. He loves working, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if he's a grinder, Jerry. Let's hope so. Yes. All right. Let's do the warm up show, Jerry. All right. Uh, Tomorrow is Tuesday. You're out Thursday this week? Yes. I will be in Chicago. Okay. I'll have CeeLo, I hope. I hope so. Yes. No, you will. I, I will. confirm that with him. Confirm with CeeLo. Yes. Okay. Well, CeeLo Thursday. Correct. Um, but normal the rest of the week. Yes. Even Friday. I don't know yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I got to figure out. The problem with Friday is obviously if they win Thursday, they play Friday again at 11 a.m. out there. So I'd be completely out. What I don't know is what the charter situation is. Right. So thir- And I say that because fr- there are four teams that only play on Friday and the Big Ten uses one company. So they could be flying those planes in Thursday, and I don't know if we would, if we lose, if we would go back Thursday night, first thing Friday morning, Thursday. I don't know. So I have to go talk to Spike now about that. All right, Jerry. I know CeeLo's available both days if needed, though. Okay, good. Yeah. Maybe on one of the plane rides, download that Chris Rock special. Maybe. Yeah, it's a good idea. All right. Cool. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, it's 5.02. It's a new week. It is Monday. It's an XFL football Monday. At least we can try. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And Al Emanuel Dukes, how be you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, yesterday down the Jersey Shore was the Belmar St. Patrick's Day Parade. Is that which... why you're wearing a St. Patrick's Day hoodie today on I March am. 6th? I am, Jerry. 
Yeah, I don't know. Throughout the, the, the Jersey Shore towns and maybe towns throughout New Jersey and Long Island, they, they do these um, parades throughout yeah. the month. I figured next weekend would be huge. Yeah. Still a few days before it, weekend. Correct. Maybe right past your condo. Uh, no, we don't do one in Bradley that Beach. That would be awesome. We, you get a folding chair, sit out no, there. No, 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 Drinking no, no, some, no. some Irish whiskey. Uh, we count the Belmar Parade as just down the shore. No, oh, I got you. Then I don't have to go anywhere near there. But that's like a, a sign of hope for people down there. That, that spring yes. is here. Spring is well, that's coming, That's how I Jerry. feel about spring training in baseball. Right. But Let's go. When it comes, mar- it'd be like if the Mets and Yankees came marching down your street, Jerry. That's that. There's Pete Alonso. Yeah, that's spring. That's what the parades are throughout uh, the tri-state area, in and around March. I gotta be honest, I don't care for a parade. Me neither. Everyone's like, going to the parade? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I have no interest in going to a parade. No, None. I'm not. Zero. Yeah. Zilch. No. Although I was in the ticker tape parade for the Giants. That's cool. It was interesting. It was neat being on the, uh, what do you call those things? I don't even know. Floats. You, no, I was not on a float. What? It was like the back of a truck bed. I don't know what the hell it was. That's a float. Right? No, a float is like a character that's blown up. That's a float. No, that's a balloon. What's a float, Eddie? It could be loosely identified as whatever. But what it else. was a vehicle that I was on. That's what a float is. How is that is. a float? That's what a, a float, float has is. flowers. I, there were no flowers. This was a like float is, this it, was the bed of a truck, but it was decorated for something. You weren't just in a bed of a truck going well, waving. I'm Jerry Reddy, so not really. All right, but I was in it and got to see the two million people that were lining the streets for the Giants when they the won the Super tape. Bowl. That was cool. That's yeah. about the only parade I think I care for. Maybe a veterans parade. That's fine too. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, eh. Local parades are so stupid. It's like here. I always thought well, it'd be a great time to commit a crime too, because all the police and fire people are there. You would think, yeah, I'd be like, I'll go, I'll go rob people houses now. So, how, what did you come up with this? Well, morning? I don't, I don't rob. Oh, I'm not a robber. It. Got it. So I didn't do it. But I'm just saying, good if day I for were, the criminals. If I were a criminal, I'd been like, hmm, St. Patrick's Day parade, time yeah. to commit some crimes. Did you at least see footage? No. Was it well attended? No, I, I didn't. I did not see anything. All right. I would have to uh, subscribe to some sort of cable package to see the news, unfortunately. <laughs> and I don't have anything right now, Jerry. I understand. You're very basic. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I was looking at a couple of baseball notes from over the weekend, and people seemed very excited about Cody. Is it Cody or Kodai? The Kodai. Yankee. Kodai Senga's He's a Met, yeah. ghost forkball. Mm-hmm. I watched it. It's a regular forkball. Uh, you'd have to talk to it, right? You'd have to talk to a batter to see if it's anything different. They go, it disappears like a ghost. No, it didn't. It I saw disappear. it the whole. <laughs> I saw it the whole time since it, when I it w- left his hand. I would like to see it though from the batter's box. That would be cool. All right. You ever want to stand in there? Yes. Like with Araldus Chapman throwing one o two, especially if you knew he wasn't going to hit you. Well, that's what I would need. Wouldn't you love? And well, listen, there's assurance. no and there's no assurances with him. Or really anybody that's throwing 100 miles an hour. But that would be cool to stand in there once. And I would like to see Sanga's ghost forkball. I once went with Craig. Uh, Mariano Rivera did something with the media. Where yeah, he, he was, was lobbing the ball in batting practice. Uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't lobbing it, but he wasn't throwing no. it. And it's still... And Craig still hit it foul. Yeah. Though he thinks he hit a line drive up the middle. It was just off the end of the bat right into the net to the Correct. right. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like when we play catch with Boomer football in the in the hallway. Is a certain zing to it, even the ball when he's comes out not differently. throwing it hard. Yeah, like I know that's what it is with these major league baseball pitches. Yeah. So I can't imagine what that looks like because when I go to a batting cage and I go to the seventy mile per hour one, I can't see the ball. <laughs> 
Like I'm like, I'm not. Well, I can't in fairness, this. you couldn't see it when I was throwing to you either until you put your glasses on. Yeah, but I'm saying like, it's, it, so a fork, a ghost fork ball that disappears. I want to see this I thing. Don't know. I think that would be cool. By the way, the pitch tracker counts the ghost fork ball as a changeup. So, okay, that's what the robots say. I don't really, Jerry. I don't really trust that tracker. Oh, is that right? I don't. Too no. robotic for you? Well, I never understand how you've been to the. Well, not lately, but when you used to go to the stadium in no. recent times, okay. not when you were a child, they put the pitch on the on the big board immediately as to what it was. Yes, mm, fastball. I don't buy it. I don't even know the difference. I've been there a, enough. I don't buy it. A slider, right? Or a fastball? Or a fastball? I'm I never understood when they go. Uh, what a that was a great changeup, and it looked like um. A hanging curveball, yeah. like a breaking ball. I agree. What the difference? Because I don't know that the announcers can tell. Yeah. Like, you can tell the difference between an off-speed pitch and a fastball. Sure. But the fact that you're going to be able to tell an off-speed pitch, meaning a change-up from a slow curve, I don't know from where they sit they can really tell. You're up, you're above, you're not eye level. I guess you watch on the monitor, I suppose. But even that, we're watching, they're wrong sometimes. But it's cool, and after all of these years and all of these pitches that you could still have something unique and call it the ghost forkball. Yeah. Oh, sure. Because you would think at this point, after 200 years of baseball, yes. what could be possibly new? Exactly. I agree. Well, how are you going to, when you call the Yankee game, how are you going to figure out the pitches? Oh, that, I'm going to look at the monitor, like you said. <laughs> Hopefully. You got to be quick. All I know what I would do? Look at the miles per hour. Because I'd be like, that's, that's a, true. Everything would be fastball or changeup. That's a very good point. That's Especially if you have a fastball. Like if you've got, let's say, Verlander or Scherzer was pitching. And you see that it's 95-plus. It's a fastball. Fastball. Anything, I would say 90 to 94, that's a slider. Anything in the 80s, change up. Change. Off-speed pitch. Now, when Dwight Gooden used to throw that that ball that went, whoop. Yeah, that 12 that, to 6 breaking ball yeah. that he had. Yeah. Well, what was that? Was that a, a curveball? Curve yeah, it was a curveball. Or you said breaking ball. Well, that is a curveball. Or change up. A, a breaking ball is a curveball, basically. Okay. A change up is just a... A slower pitch that looks like a fastball out of the pitcher's hand and comes in at a slower speed. I see. Throw your timing off. All right. So I'm looking forward to the ghost fork ball all season long. Yes, should be fun. Although, Jose Quintana, you did see that. What did he do? He's got uh, left side tightness. Uh. So he's going for an MRI today. Oh, is that right? And I think he was supposed to go pitch in the WBC. That's out. He's out. So Lindor and uh, Alonzo are on their way. They homered yesterday. I did see that they were leaving to go. Yep. Well, I don't like yeah. that. See you guys in a couple of weeks. We got yeah. games to play for another team. How do these, you know, with the cost of MRIs, I just know what a dog MRI costs. It's yeah. expensive. How do they just throw players through MRIs left and right? Where That money's just going to be flying. Yeah, it's in the budget. Do they own their MRI machine? You would think they should. Yeah. I don't know that they do. I'm, they, sure, I'm sure there are some teams that might have an MRI machine in the stadium. I don't believe the Mets do or the Yankees do, but I don't it's know. It's probably pricey. Yeah, probably $100,000, I would say, or more. Probably more. How much and, does an MRI machine cost? See, I want to get one for my house, Jerry. Anytime I feel like... <laughs> You've so, got it. And I feel like something's a little sore. I'm going to hop in my own MRI machine. What do you think? GE make that? <laughs> yeah. Give me a GE MRI machine. A new MRI With machine. Bluetooth. What do you think it costs? I'm, I'm going to say a, an MRI machine costs... $400,000. So it says you can find used ones for as little as 150000 A used MRI. But a new one is between between 750000 to $3 million. So like why don't to... you buy a few of the high-end ones and start your own MRI business, <laughs> and you can charge, if $6,000 for a dog, $12,000 right. for a human. Yeah, You'll so make that money up in no time. Just run it through uh, insurance. Yes, 
and you'll accept it all. I'll just pick up a used one on like even face- your crappy insurance. You'll take. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll just get an uh, used arm MRI off of uh, Facebook Marketplace. They might have them. <laughs> Would you be surprised if Facebook Marketplace had MRI machines? Bill and Tom's River selling an MRI machine. <laughs> Must pick up. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> Have to pick up. You yeah. show up in your Subaru. <laughs> Will um, this fit? I'm here for this about to drive this used MRI machine. Oh, that's funny. Uh, something else baseball-related, Jerry. Uh, the Red Sox tried to uh, use a loophole in the shift rule. I love this, even though I hate the shift. And what they tried to do, Joey Gallo was at bat. He's on the Twins now, Jerry. And they kept the infielders where they're supposed to keep them because that's yes. the rules. That's yep. them rules. But they moved the center fielder to shallow right mm-hmm. and moved the left fielder to center field, yeah. Yeah. thus leaving nobody in left field. Correct. Is this fair, Jerry? Um, it is using the rules to the best of your ability. Will they change this before the season starts? I would not be shocked if they do, though it might need player approval, union approval, because all of this stuff was handled in the offseason. Yeah. Now, we always talk about the stuff that comes on Rob Manfred's desk in the morning or Adam Silver, whoever it might be. He's got to be like, you got to be kidding me, guys. Come on. (laughs) That's not the spirit of the rule. No. But that said... Same thing applies as always. If you're a hitter, you've got the entire left side. You could run around forever. Yeah, imagine you you're able to hit one to left when there's no one there. Yes. And you've My got goodness. a thing too. I could be wrong, but I would think I didn't see this that the shortstop is still hovering around second base and the third baseman's at short. If you hit a ground ball down the line, that is an inside the park home run. You would hope so. It has to be. You would think. I'd love to see everybody. Who would get to that first, you think? The center, the left fielder who's now in the center? The shortstop. I yeah, think the shortstop would yeah, get to that first. Yeah, because the third baseman can't go out because he's got to be there in case there's a play at third. Yeah, well, you would think the third baseman probably dives for the ball or something. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, maybe the third baseman. Maybe the third baseman would get there first. Third baseman or the left fielder who's playing center field. That'd be great if they all go for the ball and no one's covering third. Yeah, well, that could happen for sure. Whoop. Absolutely, that could happen. By the way, I found you a uh, an MRI machine oh. on Facebook. All right. On Facebook. Okay, what's that going to cost? <laughs> but it's not. In, you got, it's in London. It's 850,000 uh, pounds, whatever that means. I am not going to London to pick up an MRI machine. Get that on the plane. Did I just opened an MRI business in my condo. <laughs> <laughs> all my neighbors getting radiated with all the... <laughs> the power dims in the whole condo. Right, people are worried about ladies of the night. A business like that in their condo association, you're starting an MRI business. Yeah. I mean, no worries. I have all the walls are lead. You're not going to get any of the rays. <laughs> Your walls are not made of lead. No, I would lead up my walls in, all, oh. in order to get the MRI machine. And then there's another one on here for $4 million. Wow. Yeah. So you can get them. You can pick one up used MRIs. Used MRI machines, yes. Another baseball note I have here, Jerry. This is about Max Scherzer. He seems to love the pitch clock. He told he's right from day one. He said that from day one. He likes to work. So I went and saw him against the Yankees with Boomer. And, you know, it's one thing when you watch on TV, it's another thing when you're there. He just loves to work fast. Get the ball and let's go. It's a pleasure to watch. Now, he's working fast and quick pitching people. That's a problem. Which they said is not allowed now. They said he, uh, the MLB sent out a memo on Friday saying pitchers. Cannot deliver a pitch before the batter is reasonably set in the box. Now, notice you're also leaving that up to interpretation. Right. Reasonably. Mm-hmm. Reasonable Same way they tried doubt. to figure out the shift. Right. That got screwed up. A reasonable. Yeah. Right. You got to give the guy, uh, I guess, a half a second to 
puts his make one eye foot contact. In. <laughs> That's what they said. Actually, eye contact. Yeah. I still think if the batter's in the box, you're it's fair game. Yeah, look at me while I'm while while I'm stepping in the box. I'll be staring down the pitcher. Yeah, for sure. Intimidate him. This is I I really do believe you're going to see games on average at about two forty. That would be so awesome. I think it's going to be great. I think games that start at seven ten are going to be over before ten o'clock routinely. That would be awesome. Yeah, and you might even have even quicker. Than, imagine a Max Scherzer game if you are pitching against. Or playing against another pitcher that likes to work fast like you do. Another ace. I had one time. I've always told you the first game I ever went to was Mets-Dodgers. Fernando Valenzuela pitched. I remember going to a Mets-Reds game. I think it was Mets-Reds. Somewhere in the 80s that my parents took me to. And I'll never forget the time of game was like one hour and 56 minutes. I remember walking out and my dad saying, doesn't even feel like we went to a game that was so fast. But... You're, I, I guarantee you, you will get two-hour games this year. I'm not saying so. a lot of them, but you'll get them. I love it. Yeah. No, it really does move. It's been um, interesting to watch so far, and I like it. In spring training, you've yeah, seen it. it works. So far, it works. I, I don't know how you would... If baseball's biggest problem is the speed of the game or the length of game, they have that solved with this. That's not even a question. All right. So even someone like you might watch... A few innings now. Are you telling me, Jerry, that even a Red Sox Yankee game? No, they'll still go four hours. <laughs> oh, they'll they'll now relax. those days. I think those days are over. Relax the rules for them. No, I don't think you will. I think you'll still see much much quicker Yankees. Right? Remember right. those games used to go four My hours gosh. and twenty minutes. It is weird. They weren't Sometimes, even fun to watch. Yeah, like you'd put on a you put on like a Yankee game that started at seven ten. You'd put it on at like eight thirty. Be like the third inning or something. The second inning. Like, or bottom of the second, this? right? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, taking a lot of time. But those days are over, Al. It is all over. It is all over, and so is the first segment. Quick break. When we come back, at some point, how about the Knicks? Nine straight wins. Guess who's back? Boomer. Guess He's who's here. back? He's going to be gushing about his Knickerbockers and Greg, who loves the Knicks again. So all that and more than Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, 523. Wait, guys, up the week. Knicks won last night in Boston. Double. Oh, how about the Celtics? The Celtics blow a 20-something point lead to the Nets on to the Nets on Friday night at home. And then they blow a 14-point lead to the Knicks last night and losing double overtime. Nine straight wins for the Knicks. Nets have won back to back, so that's kind of cool. Is that good, Jerry? Nine straight wins? What do you think? I think it's pretty good. I would say nine straight wins, no matter where you're playing, who you're playing, that's pretty damn impressive. And no Jalen Brunson last night, and they still won as Emmanuel quickly scored 38 points. And I love this quote from Julius Randle. He was talking about load management. Yes, this which is we awesome. all hate load yep. management. Yep. He said, uh, I understand the science and all that different stuff behind it. But I guess I have my own science. I just put way too much into my body for me to personally cheat myself out of being available for my team. Give him a long-term deal, Jerry. Well, yeah, I mean, he kind of does. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's well, here. Good thing we got him then. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually it's refreshing. it's refreshing to hear it. It is refreshing. He does. He plays every game. He's been really good. He's been rejuvenated. And they are they're really good. I mean, they are playing 
excellent basketball, as they say. I see so much stuff on uh, Twitter and and things about the NBA and how the regular season, no one cares, and they all harken back to, like, you guys are disrespecting Magic and Bird and Jordan and Jamar. You mean the current players. Yeah. Yeah. That those guys went out there because they were competitive with each other. Yes. And needed to beat each other down. And didn't want to lose no matter where it yes. was or when it was, regular season, preseason, postseason. That's true. You don't want to say, oh, I, I live here in Milwaukee. I went to see uh, and Magic Johnson played half-assed. He don't want that reputation, Jerry. I think you've got a couple things at play in terms of the NBA. When you're an up-and-coming team, I think you play hard most nights. All right. And the Knicks right now are an up-and-coming team trying to get to the next level. Right now, that next level would be Boston and Milwaukee and maybe Philly. I'm not sure. But Boston and Milwaukee, for sure, that's the top of the Eastern Conference. So if you're the Knicks, you're trying to get there. So you play really hard. You know, you've got really good teams in the West like you have in the East. It's the it's the teams with the stars, honestly, because they do. It seems like they take games off mentally. I don't even mean I don't even mean load management. They don't play. I mean, there's some that it looks like they're going through the motions, like they're in the game, but, but they're, they're not, not playing the game. No, and I'll always go back to when the Nets went to Philadelphia last year, the first time they played against James Harden after he begged his way out of Brooklyn. The Nets played with an intensity that felt like postseason basketball. Then after that game, came back and played a much slower pace. You can tell they're not giving it their all. And that's where fans have a big issue with it, like myself. Like, you, you're getting paid a lot of money. Go out there and give 100% every night. Yeah. And they don't. They don't. But the Knicks right now are. I want to see games, Jerry, like when the Pistons beat up Michael Jordan, when the Pistons were fighting Larry yeah, Bird. the rules don't allow it, though. Oh. that I mean, that's part of it. We got to change that. It was a little scrappy between uh, Dallas and Phoenix yesterday. Oh, is that right? You had Luka Doncic going face-to-face with, uh, what's his name, Devin Booker. I did see a clip of that. He looked mm-hmm. like he was laughing in his face, I Jerry. think they were talking and chirping to one another, and then talking it got smack. a little heated. Yeah, and Luka missed a big shot at the very end, and, you know, whatever. And Durant had a bunch of points. So Kyrie, I believe they're 2-5 and five since Kyrie went there. Yeah. I'm pretty Shocker. sure. And the Suns with Durant 3-0. and Oh, is that right? I, th- I think that was the number I heard. They've only played three games since Kevin with, Durant? Be- with him. Oh, with when he Remember, played he, in. he missed a couple games. God. Because he still wasn't ready. I see. So 3-0 and since he's come back. He had 30-something yesterday. What is your... Jerry, let me give you... A, so the Knicks are at nine straight wins. Yeah. I'm going to give you an over-under number. 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm taking the under on that one, Jerry. <laughs> what about this? Knicks... Winning streak at 12 games. Uh, well, who are they playing? Would you take the over? So the or Knicks. Would you take the I'll under? tell you what. That's a great question. Thank you. Would you say the over under was 12. 12? They're at nine right now, Jerry. So 11 and a half is the number. Yes. Boy. So here, this is interesting. So they have the Hornets tomorrow. They should win that game. Then they play in Sacramento. Not easy, but with the way they're playing, I would take them. But then they got to go to L.A. to play the Clippers and Lakers back-to-back on the weekend. The Clippers, not an easy game. I'm going to say the winning streak ends at – here's what I'm going to say. The winning streak ends at 11. They lose to the Clippers on Saturday but bounce right back and beat the Lakers on Sunday night. All right. That's what I'm going to say. So so I'm going to say 12 out of 13 for them, but they don't get to your over on. All right. So the over-under was set at 12. You're taking the under. Yes. That's what I'm taking. Yeah, I would say so. I'm with you on that one. Plus, winning on the road is hard, and that's a you got to go all the way out west. You've gotten the span of 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So in the span of four days, they got to play three games. Sacramento, L.A., L.A. I call it Sacramento, Jerry. <laughs> you call it Sacramento? <laughs> That's what Jim Rome used to call Sacramento. Back when Jim Rome was being mean to people. Uh, well, feelings. he's not quite the same as He's he not as mean be. anymore. He's kind of mellowed out, as yeah. they say. Sacramento right now. Let's see, because I don't think they're Sacramento anymore. I think that's, a, that's something from years and years past. Yeah. They're actually pretty good. Hold on a second. The uh, Sacramento King, Not Okay, here we go. Not only are they not Sacramento, mm-hmm. they are third in the West. Oh. Well, so when them. I said not easy, I knew they were in the playoff picture. I didn't know they were third. Yeah. They're 37 and 26. Oh, yeah. So there you have it. Jerry, there's no bigger tool bag on the planet than Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> you love this guy. Uh, and he is, uh, he's been accused of assault. Mm. What was in the list, What Jerry? kind of assault? Interesting. Uh, two kinds of assault. He's been accused of uh, shoving a 19-year-old male waiter and then forcibly kissing a 40-year-old female owner of that bar. Okay, that doesn't sound like a good night. And I saw video of it. Does it look legit? It looks like he's forcibly kissing a woman. He is, huh? Throw him in jail. That's what wow. I say. Get out, loser. I tell you, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you got to be like, what are you doing? Yeah, get I'm lost. Like, for the fifth time, like, it's enough with this guy. Stupid. I know it's his brother, but Jesus. He, I mean, never, Jerry, in the history of brothers, has the talent been so opposite. Not the Rodgers? Mm, no, the one guy actually did play, uh, Jordan Rodgers did play uh, football. Right? I have no idea. Yeah, he was a quarterback. I only in know college. about Aaron Rodgers. That's my quarterback, too. Yeah. Uh, listen, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but the, the difference is definitely not bigger than Patrick Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. Was Jackson, Jackson Mahomes, did he play anything anywhere? With himself, Jerry. Yeah, so the first thing that pops up is Jackson Mahomes mm-hmm. football highlights. <laughs> <laughs> I call them low lights, Jerry. Well, you call them what you want. So it does look like he did play oh, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where. Then the first thing that comes up, Jackson Mahomes, why fans hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the long list. <laughs> one through 1,000. Number one. Tool oh, bag. that's funny. Tool bag. Yeah. So I hope, they, uh, I hope he has to go to court. I hope he has to pay this woman a fine and the waiter he shoved. By the way, why didn't that waiter just clock him right in the face? I don't know. That's what I'd have done. Jerry. Well, maybe now but he I'm can manly. get money from him. That's you ever think of that? Yes. By the way, he might be a larger guy. Who knows? Like, I have no idea what size Jackson Mahomes is because every time I see him, he's six six the... power forward when he played uh, in basketball. He's six six. That's what this All says. Right, he's a bigger man than I thought. Maybe I won't beat him up. That's what this says. There's a highlight video of his uh, basketball. I don't know Jackson Mahomes basketball when and where he played, but yes. Jackson Mahomes, his, uh, his highlight video is yeah. right here. Well, I hope he goes to jail, Jerry. He's a 6'6". Well, Patrick Mahomes is a big guy, so that makes sense. But I mean, like he seems like such a dweeb, but I see him around football players, so maybe he's bigger. Maybe he would beat – I bet he would beat me up now. So Patrick Mahomes is 6'3". Is his brother – The brother's taller than that's, him? Again, that's Man. what – It's a Google search. That's what it said. Good thing I knew. Uh, you know what? In more places, it's uh, a lot of places, it's saying he's anywhere from 6'4 to 6'6". I don't know. Well, maybe I really he, have no idea. How about this? Maybe when he goes to jail, Jerry, we'll measure him properly. <laughs> That's what I hope for the lineup. I, I suppose. Do you see could. the man there who forcibly kissed you and shoved the waiter? I do. That punk right there. He goes to prison. Yes. Send him to prison so he can make TikTok th- videos there. What do you think actually the punishment would be for that? Forcibly kissing someone? Yeah, I, I don't. It's not prison. I don't think. No. 
I wouldn't not think so. Probation and probation, a big fine. I hope so. Something like that. She gets a, um, what do you call it? To keep someone away. Restraining order yeah, against him, maybe? Order, Something yeah. like that. And he's put on the sexual offender list. That's what I would do. Throw him right on maybe. that list. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. But he's going to have to deal with that now. Mm-hmm. Maybe a plea agreement. A plea deal? That he will stay away. Hmm. I don't know. Speaking of height and weight, Jerry, Bryce Young, he's the quarterback at, uh, where's he, Alabama? Right. What about him? Uh, well, he's, uh, you know, at the Combine. And um, this was a big story. He's measured in at five foot ten. So smaller than Patrick Mahomes' dopey brother, uh, he measures at five foot ten, two hundred four pounds. Wasn't Drew Brees five ten? Is that right? How tall is Kyler Murray? He's like five six. No, he's not five six. He's not a big guy, but he's not five <laughs> six. Jesus, holy smokes! Hold on a second. How yeah. would you, Kyler Murray? Yeah, Kyler Murray Kyler is Murray. not five he's six. Five. I'm going to say he's five ten. Oh, okay. Well, this guy's five ten. Bryce Young. Kyler Murray, five ten hundred ninety five pounds. All right, so this guy's got a, a couple weight, a couple uh, pounds. And I'm five eight two thirty right now. <laughs> Fat, so I'm By not the way, really. But there's another guy at the combine. Uh, there's a Jerry. lot of people there. Yeah, yeah, but one of them uh, they said stands seven foot four, five hundred. Where's he from? Grenoble, France. Oh, is he really? Uh huh. And he's probably running a forty and three point nine. <laughs> yes, he is, Jerry. You read the story too. <laughs> I did he's not. a prospect out of Grenoble, France. He stands <laughs> seven foot four, five hundred twenty-five pounds, and he runs like the wind. Has he also perished? He's perished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Then the other uh, quarterback, the ghost of Andre the Giant, this uh, Florida QB, Anthony Richardson, who some people seem to like him, other people don't like him. Like I never see a Florida quarterback ever succeeding in the NFL. Not that I could recall off the top of my head. Right. Mainly, I blame Danny Warfel and uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> could have been a hundred others that didn't make it. These are the guys I think. Tim of. Tebow did play for a long time, though. He did play. I would not say success. Remember, he was a Met for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Met and a Jet. <laughs> That's, it's unbelievable. That's insane. At least the Jets was the NFL. He I, was a Met. <laughs> And not a New York Met, but right. he was with the Mets. Was he ever in the dugout at City Field? No, no, not at City Field. But they, but they had him in like the the big spring training games. Yeah, that doesn't count. But I'm saying they, Michael they, Jordan they had him was in, the in the spring mix. training yeah. games for the White Sox. That doesn't count. Tim Tebow was a Met and a Jet. <laughs> what? <laughs> How about those two fan bases? I legitimately cannot even recall when he was with the Jets. Mm-hmm. I don't recall him even taking a snap. Oh, he, uh, he not many. He did, though, for sure. Remember they used him as, like, a fullback? They'd line him yeah. up as a wide receiver. Like, they did a whole bunch. As a tight end, if I remember correctly. They just was like, we need someone. Throw Tebow in. He's athletic. Let's oh. Almost fell, Jerry. What was that? I almost fell out of my chair. I'm pretty sure they were in the Wildcat with him a few times. Yeah. But that was, what a circus that was, bringing him here. My God. I remember they set up their own. They had to set up the press conference in a different room so that they could handle all of the media that Tebow basically warranted. And he was a jet when he had that running in the rain video, right? <laughs> yes. Of course Sexy he did. Running in the rain video. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? By the way, this uh, Florida quarterback, this Anthony Richardson fellow, Jerry, at the combine, he set a record for vertical jump. Don't care. 40.5 inches Is he got a quarterback? off the ground. Yeah. Great. Can he throw the ball with precision? And is he not dumb? He That's also, what we need to know. He also did a broad jump of 10 feet, 9 inches. So what? That's why the combine is the but biggest waste of time. What is the broad jump? Uh, you jump broadly. But like, I have that, no idea. 10 feet? 
I that don't means, know. Let me just see how this works into real life. Anthony Richardson scrambling. He's running. There's a pile of dudes. He could jump 10 feet over them? You know how far 10 feet is? Oh, full first down. No, it's three yards, you jackass. <laughs> it's first down. <laughs> He's not jumping 30 feet and 10 oh, yards. confusing yards and feet. <laughs> it's three yards. I would imagine <laughs> the broad jump is just a running jump. I would think. I got to tell you, Jerry, three yards sounds like nothing. Ten feet sounds pretty good. You're right. Perspective. Now, uh, what if I told you thirty feet? That'd be that'd be a long. That's a long jump. Now, that's that's a guy that could jump ten yards for a first down. What did Walter Payton when he would dive over those piles? He had to go ten feet, right? Maybe. Three yards. Yeah, I would say so. He got high off the ground. Sure. Now that would be impressive. How did if he this get, was a running back? How did he get so high off? How the about ground? Herschel Walker? He did it too. Yeah. How did they get off the ground? Like they that? had lift, good strong legs and lift. By but, the way, broad jump, just from a standstill, not a running start. That's pretty impressive. Oh. though. What's go. that running one? That's the a long dip- jump. That's like thirty feet is the record. That would Where be. We do the run, the run, and the deep. De- You're telling me a dude could could <laughs> jump ten yards? Damn. Yeah, I think Bob Beeman, I think, was a 29 feet. Well, why didn't the Giants sign him? I don't know. I'd love a guy who could run 29, Damn. jump 29 feet. You know, that was, but that record stood for, I don't know if it's still a record, but I think. Yeah, because it's 30 feet. Yeah. That's nuts. We used to do this in school, the broad jump, the one that, the standstill yeah. one, as part of presidential fitness. Presidential fitness. You ever win anything for that? <laughs> I never won diddly poo. Never finished in the top 10 in anything? Nope. Hmm. Sorry to hear that. Would they do the shuttle run? Do you remember that one? You'd I run do, and get the block, I, put I a block down, run, run, and then yes. run the other one all the way Absolutely. Through. Shuttle block. And we also did the relays. Relays, yeah. We did. We had teams of four, I believe. I do remember that, Pull-ups. I could not do a single pull-up. Oh, I could always do a couple. I could never. Like, there would be guys that would bang out, like, 15 of them. It was like, oof. I could always do a couple. That was it. And the girls didn't have to do, back when I was in, in school, men and women were judged differently, Jerry. Uh, men had to do pull-ups. Women just had to hang their chin on that bar. Chin-ups? <laughs> no, they would just do the... The chin hang? Yeah, it was like a chin hang. They would, which probably is maybe even more difficult. They'd pull themselves up and, and just, just hold their body hold weight. And their whole body would shake. Yeah, I can imagine. You ever do that? No. I couldn't get up to the I could not pull myself up to the bar. Hmm. Well, now you weigh like 40 pounds. It might <laughs> be a little easier. Still can't do it. Quick break, 538, more's to-dos, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Johnny D and the Haymakers on a Monday morning, quarter to six. It is great to have you with us as we start a new week. So much sports to get to. Holy crap. Matter of fact, Al actually had a packed show sheet. How about that? Yeah, packed show sheet, Jerry. It happens on a Monday. I've got uh, Friday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday, all sports that happens in there goes on the Monday show huge, sheet. Huge. Brother. Huge. I just opened a Twitter, Jerry, and I like to sometimes glance to see what's trending. Herpes. It's trending on Twitter. Have and, you had that issue? Uh, no, thank God. Good. Although no one admits to having herpes, but meanwhile, every statistic you see says one in four people has herpes. There's three of us right now in this room. Correct. And Greg Hughes was just here, so really four of us. And then when everyone's here, there's it. five of us. I mean, yep. someone's had it. Exactly. I have well, not. Once you have herpes, you have it. It's in your system It's in forever. your system. It may Maybe lay. you can give herpes to everybody you're with then? Yeah. That's Even why. though you might be cleared of it? I think you're only, um, and, and this is not medical advice, I don't know. I'm just mm. taking a wild guess. My guess is that uh, if you're having an outbreak, you could give somebody herpes. Herpes? Herpes. 
Boy, that is one you don't want to get. After all these years, Jerry, we still don't have a cure for herpes. It'll go away. It'll lay dormant for a little while, but it's going to... They have a cold sore on their penis. It's going to rear its ugly head eventually, this herpes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I clicked on the trending topic of herpes, and all it was was people saying, I can't believe herpes is trending. So I don't know what started the problem. I'm checking news for herpes. Oh, good call, Jerry. And uh, there's really nothing here other than herpes was confirmed in a horse in Gem County, wherever that is. Horse herpes? Horse herpes. Hmm. Pretty soon there's going to be the horse herpes vaccine. Yes. Date other people with herpes. Yeah, that's what you got to do once you get herpes. <laughs> once you have herpes, you always have herpes. So it'd be nice to date someone else with herpes so you don't have to have the herpes conversation. Is there something other than genital herpes? Uh, well, the, the herpes. herpes mouth herpes. On your mouth? Yeah, mouth herpes. It's still herpes. <laughs> it's a fun word. If you say it over <laughs> and over, it starts to sound like nothing. Herpes, herpes, herpes. And now it's almost like a mythical creature. Yeah. Herpes. There's herpes atop the mountain. (laughs) Hey, herpes. (laughs) The god of Zeus versus herpes. (laughs) By the way, I'm taking herpes in that battle. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Herpes is strong, Jerry. It may lay dormant for years, but herpes will always rear its ugly head in the form of a blister. I was going to say, the first thing that comes up is, how do I know if I have herpes? Oh, you'll know. Key tape, uh, let's see, infection, dee, dee, dee. yeah, this is disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It stays in the body for life. Yep. Wow. We got to figure out a way to eradicate herpes. Can you get rid of herpes? But here's the no, thing. You, you can have an inactive, that becomes inactive. Okay. So I don't know then if you're passing it on. Yeah. Not sure. Be careful. I say best be careful, Jerry. And I think I, think I saw Wear a condom on your mouth. <laughs> Gonorrhea. <laughs> Gonorrhea. <laughs> they have those things called dental dams. You ever hear that? No. What <laughs> the hell is that? A dental dam? It's for uh, practicing safe uh, sexual liaisons, wherein you might need a dental dam. Gonorrhea, syphilis, and uh, herpes. Thank you, Boomer. <laughs> that was Boomer's oh, top three. Right up. Dental dam. Top three. Oh, good Lord. Least favorite. Dude. Okay. <laughs> How do you know about this? Jerry, I took health class. You're 50-something. How would you even think of this now? This guy's got gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Who even comes up with producing this? Well, when there was a big uh, thing about uh, AIDS and herpes and all that stuff, they came up with everything. Fair enough. I I would get in a full body suit, Jerry. Well, you got to see the images. Good Lord. I would get in. You know when you see the guys at the uh, the Vancouver Canucks games years ago, they'd get into that full costume where they the full spandex would have covered their faces and everything. That's how I would date back in the 90s, Jerry. <laughs> Is there any truth you were like that this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a big, a big. <laughs> like a human condom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones's agents, Jerry, have That's only segue. <laughs> Daniel Jones's agents, Jerry, have left Indianapolis with no c- contract resolution. I don't know sight. what to believe here. I really don't. Well, let me ask you this one because this was interesting, Mister Pat Leonard. Yes, I saw this. Mister Leonard of the Daily News reported that the Daniel Jones's agents are looking for more than forty-five million dollars. Al, I don't understand. More. I really don't. I, Give you me know. More. I've said this before. I'll say it again. All right. No one has backed Daniel Jones more than me over the last year. Oh, you were prior to his in. good season. Mm-hmm. It, are you out of your mind? It was a good season. It wasn't a 
Oh, my God. No, it was, a, it was a very good season. It wasn't, you know, I know there are some people out there like Joe Beningo who thinks Daniel Jones should have got MVP votes, and I thought he oh was gosh. great. He was terrific this year. But he's he's not that level, and I'm tired of hearing, well, the salary cap's gone. I'm, great. How about this? $35 million's fine. Yeah. And I'm going to be rich beyond my wildest dreams. Told you I could play at this level. Now let's go win some playoff games. Right. And then renegotiate if you want to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get this because all he's doing now is playing himself right into a franchise tag. That's Good. what his agents are doing. I, I agree. And he's going to make, what, 32, I think, for the yeah. franchise tag? Which is, uh, it's okay. I mean, That's what the good. hell are they doing? That's pretty good money. And it's not like there are certain guys that have a lot of leverage. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he so either. He just doesn't. Does he have some? I suppose. But a lot of it? No. No. Absolutely not. Mr. Leonard. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, Jerry. He says Derek Carr has a sl- quote-unquote. Yeah, I'm not interested in this story. This is stupid. Quote-unquote slight lean to the right. Jets. I, right, so. Slightly. The first, not lean. Thing, the first thing I saw was Derek Carr wants the Jets. Okay. Then I saw and picked up the article and said so-and-so is reporting that he is slightly leaning towards the <laughs> Jets. Oh, give me a break. Are we that desperate for news? Like, he didn't. Jeremy Fowler didn't say he's leaning towards the Jets. He's only slight yeah, leading. Slight leaning, Jerry. There's leaning. Oh. There's heavily leaning. I know who the Jets are the leaning towards. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, they are. They'll only fall on Derek Carr if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want them. Right. I mean, give me a break. Right. If this. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want them, then they'll be like, Derek Carr. That's about, not news to me. Sorry. How about strong leaning against me? How about he's called the Jets and wants to sign there? Hmm. That would be news. This is not news. That would be news. This is nonsense. Are we going to get any news this week, Jerry? I think you're going to get – Here's what I'm gonna, I will say by Thursday you're going to get an answer from Aaron Rodgers. Really? That's what I think. So we come here on a feel-good Friday. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be here, but yes, you'll be here. You think I'm going to have Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers news. news? I do. Really? Wow. I do. Yep. I think, and I think it'll break at 10 o'clock on Thursday. <laughs> like 10.04. Yeah. Show's over. Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. All right, great. Everybody mm. can have fun with it, and then the guys can talk about it, you know, 21 hours later. Right. Which is the way it always seems to go. So no Derek Carr news this week, but we will get Aaron Rodgers news. No, no. According no, to no, your no. sources. I think after Aaron Rodgers news breaks, I think Derek Carr's news comes very quickly after that. Mm. Maybe not within hours. So by Friday. I think so. So when I I'm do. sitting here Friday morning, and I go, it's a feel-good Friday. It's 5 a.m. Because you won't be here. It may be. So I might I not. have to do it. I'm going to have both Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr news. Uh, no, I think I'll have Aaron Rodgers news. I think the Carr news will follow very soon after. Okay. Could be Saturday before Monday. Could I quote you on that in an article and say that you're leaning towards there yes. being potential yes, news about Aaron Rodgers Let's on Thursday? See if there's any traction towards that. Right. My guess, there won't be. Okay. I'll All right, 550, although people think that I want Dak Prescott out or something. If you remember with boomers. Yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. CBS, uh, rather, Odyssey Sports Minute. Uh, Amy Lawrence is off. So instead, we have John Marks talking on, guess what? Daniel Jones. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Uh, we're approaching six o'clock. Boomer is back. So Boomer and Gio coming up then. Knicks win again. Nets won last night. Devils won in overtime. What else, Albert? A fellow named Charlie uh, DM'd me on Twitter. Uh, one day you're dating him. <laughs> he sent me a, a link from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control. Almost. About how do you properly use a dental dam. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. 
You've already looked into it. <laughs> you don't need his help. <laughs> I like that the CDC still has it up there. Okay. Well, is it still available? I'm sure it is. So you why wouldn't take... they have it up there then? They're the Sharks. CDC. Sharks. Imagine, I have an invention. Imagine that pitch. It's called this dental dam. And what do you use it for, sir? Like, what is this? What are we doing with this? <laughs> We're in. <laughs> uh, Dame. What's the one guy's name? Uh, Damon. Damon. Yeah. Damon. I think with your contacts, we could get a Spider-Man dental dams, and we can do all sorts of. Uh, t- and uh, uh, who's oh, we the, want characters on these? Who's now? the owner of the of the Mavericks? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Could you imagine a Mavericks logo on this dental dam? WFAN FM WFAN FM HD1 New York always live on the free Odyssey app